Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join Martin, Dave, Spencer and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. Welcome to another T2 Hubcast with me, Dave Pendleton. And me, Martin Johnson. Martin, how are you? I'm good. I'm liking it this way around, Dave. It's usually <laughs> meal kicks off. But you'll probably speak more than I will anyway, which is normally what happens. So Never. It'll kind of go the other way around. Never. <laughs> it's funny because when you, when you when it's your turn to interview me on a subject matter, it's like I end up asking myself the questions <laughs> than answering them. <laughs> yeah, didn't... Now, I promise I will be on my – I will answer the questions you pose. It, it reminds me of the old uh, Stephen Gerrard scenario. He was the only football player who could cross it and header the ball in himself. <laughs> if I could, mate, I would. I would. I would. All right. So listen, um, not a topic I know vast amount uh, today, but but you do. So I thought I'd um, bring you in and interview, or you certainly ask you a, a few really key questions uh, about the importance of digital marketing in sales. Yes, the importance of digital marketing in mm. sales. So, like we, so we do loads and loads around sales, but kind of traditional face-to-face, telesales, lead gen, the usual sort of traditional um, stuff. But I, but I guess the whole digital um, uh, marketplace is growing and growing and growing year on year on year because we are being led much more digitally as the world evolves, right? Right, absolutely. And um what I wanted to, what I think I try and do when we have these conversations about this is try and debunk some of the terminology yeah. and the yeah. jargon because there's so much out there now that people become confused. Mm. But you're absolutely right, Dave. Um, when it comes to sales, we're big believers at T2 that the human element of sales, the the, the people element of sales, is is still very much alive and always will yeah. be, right? Or, or certainly will be for a long time. You know, people buy from people, the sure. human, you know, the the science around trust and rapport and human collaboration mm-hmm. is always going to be there. So we still focus a lot, as you say, on uh, how people can upskill themselves to mm-hmm. be better salespeople and how we can still cold call and how we can still conduct that mm-hmm. first meeting and how we still mm-hmm. bring a product or service alive in the mind of the buyer. Um, but it's how we connect with those people, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's how do we get, how do we get our foot in the door has changed yeah Yeah, absolutely and it is vastly changing it's dramatically changing as you know from the old telephone salesperson Mm. and lead generator yeah yeah, absolutely um then we had the emergence uh of email and email we're going to talk about is still very much there but this whole digital world has exploded Mm. and there's then there's things being banded around like content marketing and social media marketing and push and pull technologies and all of this stuff and SEO and all of this great stuff that actually is the vehicle that gets us in the door Mm. in many organizations and many sales situations. Mm. And of course, there's there's, there's businesses are growing their budgets for this type of thing as well. So we know for sure it's becoming a really integral part of reaching out to the, to the wider world. Yeah. I mean, businesses now have the dilemma where they say, I can spend £100,000 on salaries and sit three people there, mm. or I can spend £100,000 with a you know, a, a content marketing agency uh, or an SEO organization mm. and generate more leads. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it is becoming, uh, mm. you know, a, a, not so much a dilemma. Companies are transitioning towards yeah, services sure, sure. 
to to generate leads. They still have the human element going in and dealing with the customer, but to open up that opportunity and to attract customers mm. and prospecting customers, yeah, a lot of it now is done digitally. And if we don't evolve and we're not aware of this, then we're missing an opportunity. We evolve or die, as we say at Trans2, right? You're, you're either growing or you're dying. Absolutely. So I've got three questions for you, which I think will cover the majority of this, this um, hubcast today. The first one being content marketing. What is it? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Well, <laughs> it, it, it is what it says on the tin. But um, And it, for me, when I think about digital marketing strategies, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of other gurus out there who, who have their own versions, but... Whenever I draw a mind map of, of digital marketing, I always put content marketing at the center. Mm. If, you, if you imagine a blank piece of paper, draw a circle in the middle of it and write content marketing. That has got to be the epicenter of all of your digital marketing efforts. It mm. really has. Content is king these days. We People want content. They mm. can access content at the click of a button yeah. or by logging into the social media account. And content... It sits at the center and it should drive everything we do. Are we giving our audience and our prospective audience true content? And you know, there's different there's different types of content you can you can you know you can pump out there. Um, and I always use the same principle we use in speaking and presenting. Is it novel content? Mm -hmm. I are you teaching me something new? Mm -hmm. Is it novel? Yeah. If so, I'm engaged. Yeah. Right? Is it emotional content? which is why the, by far the, the most hit videos on YouTube are the ones that took on your heartstrings or, or tell you a story or whatever it might be, or, or the John Lewis advert from Christmas or whatever <laughs> it might be. I, is it tugging on my heartstrings? Is it connecting with me emotionally? That's the emotional content. Um, and is it memorable? Yeah. Is it delivered? Is it content delivered to me in a way that I've never seen before? Sure. That's unique. That's different. Mm -hmm. Emotional, emotional, novel, and memorable. They're the three principles of content marketing for me and the type of content. But content can, can f be in the form of podcasts. It can be in the form of videos, your website, blogs, all of these vlogs. Vlogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of the, all of the, these are all of the types of content that would, would, would sit in that circle at the center. Mm -hmm. So if that makes sense, Content marketing for me is the epicenter of your digital marketing strategy. It's how are you delivering quality content out to your customers, mm -hmm. your prospective customers, and your audiences that you're building, your network that you're building? And is it emotional, novel, or memorable? Do you deliver something to me that connects with me? Mm -hmm. Do you deliver something that teaches me something new? Or do you deliver something to me that I remember that's different to anything I've experienced before? Mm. So I guess that's a really interesting point because traditionally – you know, we would have to make contact with somebody and have a conversation to prove that we can kind of do what we say we can do. Yep. So our content market, I guess, replaces that. It does. So so people get an idea about what we can do in advance of speaking to a human. Yeah, absolutely. Traditionally, we'd have to ring up via the telephone mm. and do an elevator pitch. Yeah. Right, the elevator pitch in the eighties, or even probably prior to that in the seventies. You know, the old printer industry yeah, yeah. in the US, where it, where Xerox was cleaning up, and you had the printer salesman. Seconds you know, to prove a point. You've got to yeah. do your pitch to me, and that gets you in my door, right? Yeah. Um, so, so content marketing is replacing that front end cold aspect of 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 opening the door to places. Yeah. Uh, so, and we've got to be clever with it because mm. there is good content and bad content. 
as we know, you know, I know you're a big fan of trolling through LinkedIn and just being absolutely oh, mesmerized by some of the stuff that goes on there. We're also inspired by some of the stuff. And what it proves, Dave, is that we've got this, we've got the two extremes of content these days. We've got the stuff that's powerful, engaging and done in a really tasteful and impactful way. And we've got content that's not so absolutely so that goes against mm. you yeah. it shouldn't deter people from from putting their content out there but there are some principles around around it but yeah content marketing is replacing the traditional way that we would open a door mm. um it's so powerful is content marketing we've got the means mm. and the ability now to reach anybody anywhere mm. in a really quick and instantaneous and impactful way mm. you know we can now record a podcast like we are right now in our office on our own equipment and within 90 seconds of finishing this podcast i can have it out there to 10,000 people on social media yeah that's the power that we have in our hands these days mm. um so content marketing for me sits at the center it's the epicenter of your digital marketing strategy it's going to fuel and feed everything that you do but you can get it really right mm. or you can get it really wrong sure you can absolutely all right yes I, I think i've really learned something there i mean i know that we're quite a content-led um marketing business yeah but i guess I, I never really knew the ins and outs of why yeah i suppose it was just to show people what we do which engages which is great uh, you know some people said to me martin in what we do training speaking you know we deliver our ip and our thoughts and even what we're doing right now dave on this hubcast mm. we're sharing insights with people best practice that we should be charging people in many people's eyes and i said no because you're mistaken in um you're you're mistaken in delivery for for content marketing yeah i post a lot of my talks for the public to mm, see sure and people say well if you do that why would i come and pay for a, a training session with martin johnson or dave pendulum why would i come and watch you at one of the conferences and i'm saying well I can listen to Beyonce on YouTube, but it wouldn't stop me buying a ticket to a concert, yeah, right? Course, yeah. But what draws yeah. me in to buy the ticket for the concert mm. is watching her on YouTube, YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what you've got to think yeah, about yeah, it. You've got to put your content out there and you've got a content market because it's the way people are drawn into what you do. It's the way you can bring your product or service alive in the mind of the buyer. And here's one thing, Dave, I want to make on this point. Don't mistake and sales salesy type product uh, demos for content marketing. Yeah, yeah, Don't create a three-minute no. video of your product portfolio and your price list and put Here's it Here's my out. book. Go yeah. look at my book. I'll flick through the pages and show you how good my book is. That, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. content marketing. No. Neither is here's a three-minute video, video of what sales. we do, right, and what we do. Yeah, yeah. Content is let me give you a 10-minute talk on leadership mm. and let me give you some content that's either novel, emotional, or memorable. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to let that do the talking. If you then want to know more or do business, you will come to me. Engage, absolutely. With the book, rather than promoting your book, and believe me, I've tried this. I'm an author, right? <laughs> yeah. Rather than promoting your yeah. book, give them a free look inside. Let them download the first chapter of the ebook. Let me give you some content. Read the first chapter, which is why the look inside feature on Amazon is by far the greatest sales tool. Mm. All you have to do is look inside, read the first chapter, and I'm buying that book. Absolutely. Content marketing is not product demos or portfolio introductions or whatever it might be. That's a different type of marketing. Content marketing, I am giving you something of value, yeah. which is either emotional, novel, or memorable. Uh, and, and that summarizes that point really, really well, which saves me a job. So thanks <laughs> for that. Awesome. So uh, I, I guess point number two then, Martin, if we can move on a little bit. 
social media marketing. I've just got here the vehicle. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right in in saying that. Um, and this is where we start to differentiate between the the different terminologies. If content marketing is the epicenter um, of what you're trying to achieve, then social media marketing is one of the vehicles mm. or probably the main vehicle in my eyes yeah. of, of how you deliver that content. And that is because through social media, we can reach the maximum audience in the shortest amount of time. Mm. And potentially, if we've got our social media strategies right and we're building up our audiences correctly, et cetera, then we're going we're gonna to have the greatest level of impressions and engagement and conversion through mm. through that. So social media marketing is, you know, um, how well we push that content to platforms like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn to the right target audiences, which is really important. That's, important bit, That's sure. the important bit. Yeah. And the level of engagement then we receive from a pull perspective as a result of that content. Yeah. So... Social media marketing, assuming that we've done a good job of the content marketing, i.e. we've developed, created fantastic content in either video, podcast, or, or written format, then it's about how, how we push that out to the right people to drive the right level of engagement to receive the pull and the engagement back. Mm. Um, and that's social media marketing. It's a whole strategy within itself. Yeah. Because we, and the reason why it sits outside of it and links into content is because some people have the best content in the world. Mm. But if you're not reaching anybody with it, yeah, it counts for nothing. Sure. Some people and some organizations have a fantastic social media strategy and presence and rubbish content. <laughs> yeah. We was only talking about it this morning, <laughs> but they still drive engagement yeah. because the social media strategy mm. is right. So they're intrinsically linked. Mm. Um, my preference is that you have great content and you have a solid social media presence and strategy. But do you know what? I'm sort of, I think content is king and I will always value great content over audience. Mm. But it is a numbers game to an extent still. Sure is, yeah. And 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 if you are delivering average content, but you've got 3,000 engagements and 40 inquiries, you've got world-class content, but you've got four views and, and no inquiries, mm. which would you rather have? Yeah, absolutely. So social media marketing is incredibly important. Mm. It is the vehicle to the world. And and if you can if you can straddle the two and have create fantastic engaging content that's novel, memorable, you know, or emotional, and you drive it to the right audience, mm. then that's where the magic starts to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, Dave? Most organizations, even I would still say most, it is shocking and surprising how much they, they don't have social media presence, mm. how big organizations are not on LinkedIn as a company profile, mm. or they don't have an Instagram account or a Facebook account. They don't, you know, for whatever reason, and it's like, what? Mm. Wow. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We've got to be well, in this game moving forward. And as we move through to voice, so in the emergence of Google and Alexa, mm. right, as in 10 years from now when we're, we're just saying, you know, what we want to a device, yeah. find, me, find me a training provider in Yorkshire. Mm. If I'm not, present on social media platforms and I've not got my SEO right and I'm not pumping content out there and I've not got a presence, it won't find me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's really important yeah. we get on yeah, yeah. we get on 
on the digital bandwagon. Well, I guess interestingly, that that kind of shows the evolution of the world we're in right now. Because, I mean, I guess even if you think back ten years ago, even the term social media was a new term, and certainly social media marketing probably didn't even exist. So I guess that shows the evolution in such a short amount of time, how the world is changing through technology, right? It is. And we're not, I'm only talking at the minute about having the presence and the right audience and the accounts and the, and, and the profile and all the rest of it. We're not even going into the realms of sponsored campaigns. Mm. So when you get really yeah. cool <laughs> yeah. at social media, you know, when you're scrolling through, do you know, when you're scrolling through your feed on Facebook or LinkedIn and something yeah. pops up, yeah. a video sponsored, but the algorithms mm. have recognized that you've yeah, been searching yeah, yeah. earlier in the day for leadership training. From Google or whatever, yeah. Yeah, or you've been searching for a barbecue. Mm. And then in Facebook, all of a sudden, Bing. you've got the next barbecue. Yeah. It's really clever. And you've got to pay to play, don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah. but the returns you can receive on that are mm. astronomical. And that, mm. you know, what I'm talking about is you've got to have a presence to start with. You've got to be in the game building your network. I mean, I've yeah. been on LinkedIn since almost the day it was launched. Mm. I mean, I think it was about 10 years ago. Might even be more. I'd have to double check that. Mm. But, you know, probably more, 12, 14 years ago, whenever it was launched, I've got 10,000 followers connections on LinkedIn, but it's took me this amount of time to build that up. Mm. Credible, you know, it, if you're only just starting now with a company page, you're already potentially 10,000 yeah. followers, maybe more behind the curve. Sure. So, you know, it's not to dishearten anybody, but you've got to get in the game. So then I guess the, the, the there's got to be a better strategy than just accept all when it comes to requests. Yeah, well, this is the biggest debate that people have. Is an audience of 300 buyers better than an audience of 10,000 people? Um and there's arguments for both cases. I think I stand in the middle ground. I think you've got to have volume. If you understand the intricacies of social media, you've got to have volume because every single engagement, whether that person is genuinely interested in buying your product or service or getting to know more or not, they in turn are connected to 3,000 people. Mm, so the, the knock-on effect, it's like, like a pyramid effect. Numbers, numbers, numbers. So I do believe you need the volume. Um uh, but I do believe you need the right audience. Sure. So even if you're building volume on social media where you're not necessarily you've had any personal interactions with them in the past or you currently do business with them, but they carry the right job title in the right organization. So your bio data matches. So, for example, I connect to quite a lot of head of organizational developments and head of HRs on LinkedIn because what we do, uh, it's like-minded to them. Mm. And I, I get value it. from them because they're posting interesting stuff in the world of yeah. OD and culture. Sure. And they get value from our podcasts and our our engagement because it's interesting to their yeah. job. The the potential of the of the of the relationship for me and those people down the line is I deliver some content marketing. It's absolutely on on the money for for them at the right time. And we strike up a conversation or we sure. engage, right? Yep. So yep. I sit in the middle ground, Dave. I think volume does matter. But if you're going to go for volume, you're at least connecting to and building an audience of people who are the most likely to want or need what you do. Mm. That makes sense? Yeah, perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. So so, so the final point, and, and I'm going to link this a little bit to something I was doing a, a couple of weeks ago with a business. I was doing um, productivity and personal productivity and was talking an awful lot how people – can become distracted in a day and where they can gain more time back and so on and so forth. And of course, the topic of emails comes up. 
Uh, and interestingly, I'm, I mean, I'm 10 years older than you, and I can remember, I genuinely can remember when business used to function at 100 miles an hour without email. Yeah. We didn't even have email. You know, I said to the group, and they were a younger group of people than, than me, you know, I said, can anybody remember those days? And nobody could, which made me feel incredibly old. <laughs> so I said, well, how did we communicate quickly with another business if it wasn't over the telephone? And of course, somebody said, we used to use the fax, which was the fastest way of delivering, you know, a, a piece of information, a document or a photograph or a spreadsheet before email even existed. And my question was, you know, was business slower or less productive or less successful before we had email? And, and I guess we came to the assumption that it probably wasn't, no. It is. It's an amazing thing. I, I, I entered the workplace after the military when fax was just at the end of the fax machine was just Devolving. it was just yeah. phasing out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, email had been launched, etc. But the fax was, and I remember with my first sales job, we had the fax on the sales floor. Yeah, and, and you can it's ask Claire who works with us. Claire, across, Claire, yeah. Claire can yeah. vouch for it who works for us. And what happened is, if we got an order from a customer, they had to sign a service agreement. I'll put the agreement on the fax for you. But the only way they could send it to us was on the fax. <laughs> send it back, yeah. Because I don't even think in those early days we had the ability to scan and send it via PDF. So. Oh. Even though we could communicate on email, you still had to fax a signed document ah, right, through. Okay. And I remember this yeah. fax machine when it start when it when the fax used to come through, it used to start up like a motorbike. Yeah. It was like, yeah. and everybody used to get excited because when you heard the fax machine, it could be an yeah. order. So yeah. we'd all stand around the fax machine in excitement just to see it coming through. It's great days, but um, yeah, email email yeah. has uh, has without a doubt took over, and I guess. You know, we've talked about content marketing being the epicenter. We've talked yeah. about the vehicles that then we can, you know, we can push that content out by via social media, as an example. Um, and email marketing is still alongside that. It's still it's still digital, and it's still one of the most effective ways for us to 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 sell and to market. So um, my question is: is is it still alive? Email yes, marketing? Yes, absolutely, it is. But I just think with GDPR and with things that we've got to, the way the world's changing, we've got to understand the appropriateness of email from an email marketing perspective. And if it's done correctly and right, it can really work for us. Mm. And I always advise organizations to break your email marketing down into, um, into three areas, right? So I'll, I'll talk about these three areas. And, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do social media. We should be doing social media marketing and email marketing yeah. and SEO and sure. all these great stuff. But email marketing, if you think about it, you've got three options with email now. You've got your personal database. Mm -hmm. So you can send stuff, content, as long as it's novel, memorable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or emotional. emotional. You can send stuff to your personal database. These are people who are in your Office 365 directory you do business with them they either know you or they know you from a past or you've had briefing encounters or whatever it might be mm -hmm. but they're your go-to where you can send your current personal database things right i think that's a given everybody tends to do that from an email marketing perspective if you're launching a new event or a new product or you want to share a blog send it to our customers on our, go to yeah send it to our go customers to, in our personal database sure um but then you've got uh, market email marketing services now. And as, as an example, you've got MailChimp. MailChimp oh, yeah. is probably the, the most popular one mm. or well-known one. This is where we can start to create custom-built templates and, and deliver content or whatever we're delivering out to the masses mm. via a, a mail service like MailChimp. 
The beauty about this is once you've built your, your, your target lists, you can hit hundreds, maybe thousands of people in one click of a button yeah. rather than your personal uh, database where you're trying to compile personalized emails and it takes mm -hmm. some time, right? Mm -hmm. The notion of an email marketing service means we can hit the masses very, very quickly. We can also put clever design and branding on these emails and, and all the rest of it. No matter how, I mean, there's clever stuff you can do on these now. It still feels like a mass mail. Yeah, I was just going to ask that question. Is there a danger, though, of the recipient just going, oh, look, just another MailChimp, just another generic there sales is. email or whatever? There, there is that. And you can do clever things to ta tailor it and you can have, your, you know, but however, you know, there's, 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 there's technologies where it'll take the first name of the email address and put it, hi, Dave, rather than, yeah, you know, sure. however, People get the feeling they're on the yeah. they're on they're, they're on the end of a of a you know yeah. we've got to have the settings right and we've got to be clever about this because a lot of them can go into junk mail yeah, uh, with these type yeah. of services mm -hmm. and, and you and you and you you know your landing rate can be hit or miss but they can be really effective if you do them if you if you build up a database of people who want to keep up to date with your products and services and therefore it's a very efficient way to do that yeah. um, so I think you've got email marketing services outside of your personal database and then the third one is like signups or opt-ins I think for me if you can put some effort into this this is this is potentially mm. the most valuable one mm. so this is where you start um, allowing um, people through your social media marketing and yep. through your website to yep. to click a button and put their email address in and opt into future communications. Yeah. You maybe still add them to the email marketing mm. service or you may do something separately. It might be that you offer a free uh, white paper or um, download a, month, a, a monthly newsletter. Yeah, or, but to do that, yeah. you've got to put your email sure. address in and sign yeah, up yeah. to our monthly newsletter, whatever it might be. So sign-ups and opt-ins are great because it means the individual is actually consenting and agreeing because yeah. they're interested mm. in what you do. Now, But you've got to deliver as well, right? Some organizations take the sign-in, sign-ups and the opt-ins and they add them to their existing MailChimp distribution yeah. list and they get lost. Correct. So now you've got everybody else I'm trying to canvas and the people who are genuinely interested. I think you've either got to create a separate distribution list for signing opt-ins only in yeah. your MailChimp or you do something different and personalized for these people because they're saying, I am interested. Yeah. Um, so they're the three types of email marketing channels, that the main ones that I think you've got and still serve a purpose mm. in in digital marketing in the, in the modern world. It's, it's your personal database, your email marketing service, and your signups and opt-ins. I think if you can, if you're doing things and you're busy in all three of those areas, and it's appropriate, I think it can really work for you. Mm, perfect. Yeah, unbelievable. I, I would never have thought to break it down into three different elements. And, and incidentally, we did a bit of did a bit of research into this uh, about the best day and so talking about Mailchimp. Mm. When do you send them out, right? When mm. do you send them once a week? If people receive too many of them, they're going to opt out. Mm. They're going to unsubscribe. So your mailing list is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. If you don't do them enough, uh, you're not going to create the traction. Um, so we've done some research on it. And, and here's what we found. If you are going to run mail campaigns, and this would even go as far to say any of your mail campaigns, whether it's MailChimp or whether it's personalized or whatever it might mm -hmm. be. So they found that the best engagement rate, the best response rate was, but in terms of time and day, was a Thursday at 10 a.m. Hmm. Now, weekends are a no-no for any email activity, but Monday to Friday, it was pretty consistent around that, but it peaked 
it slightly peaked more on a Thursday, and the specific time was mid-morning, around 10 a.m. Mm. And we don't know the exact reasons as to why we found that, but what we know is that if you think about it logically, Monday, Tuesday, Mondays are out the question. Firefighting. You don't want to be sending yeah. mail, email marketing on a Monday. People are firefighting, busy, busy, catching busy. up, getting ready for the week ahead, etc. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, people tend to book from our other piece of research, Dave, more meetings on the road than mm-hmm. any other day. Yep. That's my bulk of the week where I'm going to fix my key meetings and I'm going to be busy. Thursdays, for whatever reason, start to, I'm coming to the end of my, the week. I've got my meaty tasks done. And now I can start thinking about Friday and into the weekend. Mm. Is that the reason why mm. 10 o'clock on a Friday seems I have more headspace to receive an email, read it, and respond to it? Mm. Maybe so. Yeah, it makes but sense. Just a practical tip for the listeners on email marketing Thursday, 10 o'clock, every second Thursday of the month, 10 o'clock, hit your MailChimp list. Yeah, absolutely. Well, perfect. So, so um, I think we're almost out of time, Martin. So, uh, I think you've done a really good summary there. So in terms of content marketing, what is it? It's about getting your information out there. Show people what you can do. Prove a point. Social media marketing, you've got to be involved. Mm. Choose all different types of social media, mostly that's appropriate to you and your customers. Get smart. And email marketing, break it down to its three components, but it is absolutely still alive. So if you're not involved, you're missing a trick. Absolutely. And just start understanding and appreciating the world we live in now and the world that we're going to exist in five to 10 years from now. Cold calling is not dead. The human element of sales is not dead. But if we are not in the digital game and we are not investing in our presence, in our brand, push and pull technologies, we're going to find ourselves pretty outdated and struggling in five years from now. So faxing is definitely dead. (laughs) Faxing's dead. I can (laughs) think we can say that one. (laughs) All right, awesome. Thanks ever so much, Martin Johnson. I've really appreciated that. Cheers, Dave. And I'll see you again on another T2 Hubcast. We certainly will. See you soon. Cheers.